0: Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Gracious Father in heaven, you gift us with your one and only Son. And you remind us that we are never alone, that you are always with us. And so, Lord, as you teach us in your word, not to be anxious about our life, but to, to know that our life is in your hands, we pray that you would help us to, to fully understand that and to know what that means. Father, we pray, strengthen us as we walk by faith and not by sight. Strengthen us as we face the things of this world. And Lord, help us to be a people who bring all of our cares and our concerns and our worries to you. And who trust in you above all things. We pray in Jesus name, amen. Anxious? Anybody here ever have a single day when you didn't worry about anything? That would be a day that you're actually conscious. (laughs) We by our human nature have a tendency to worry about things, to be anxious over things over which we have no control even. There was a survey taken back in 2018, that's the most recent one I I found, and I know you probably can't read this. It says the top ten fears of of people, and these are of Americans. And, and, And the top one was corruption of government officials. Now, I'll just read them through for you. Pollution of our oceans, rivers, and lakes, pollution of drinking water, not having enough money for the future, people I love becoming seriously ill, people I love dying, air pollution, extinction of of plant and animal species, global warming and climate change, and high medical bills. The top ten worries What's missing? What will happen to me? Your close. Fear of dying? Well, You know, it has your loved ones dying, but it doesn't have yourself. You see, when you really look at this list, how many things up there are spiritual? nothing that tells me where we're at kind of as a culture because you see is salvation even a worry what happens to me eternally and even if it's not me what happens to my family my friends my co-workers my neighbors my fellow students In fact, if you go back to the list, where on there is the fear for those who are poor, for those who are homeless, or other people? We are, in many ways, a very narcissistic people. We're all about ourselves and how things impact us. And we have this tendency to worry over things over which we have no control. Someone once took a list like that and broke it down into the things over which we have control or no control, things that happen and things that we worry might happen but never do, and et cetera, et cetera. And they went through the whole list of people's worries and anxieties, and they came down to the fact that only about 6% of what we actually worry about is something over which we have some control. The other 94% is a waste of our time and our energy because we have no control over it and we worry. Some people don't know how to function without worry because worry begins to drive how they live and what they do and how they react to people. And sometimes in that worry, they can become so anxious and tight that they literally begin to be an angry people. Look at our culture. Why is it that we hear some people advocating violence against those that they disagree with why is it that people lash out in in unexplainable ways to take their anger out on the world because they don't know how to deal with their own fears and their own anxieties and because we live in a culture that is so far away from almighty God The scriptures remind us to cast all of our anxiety on him because he cares for us. How easy is that to do? Because you see, to do that, you have to live and to walk by faith in God's promises. So how do we cast our anxiety and cast our fears upon him? Well, let's try something. I want you all to take, and I'm sure it won't take this long, but to take a few seconds here. And I want you to just list in your own mind the top three worries in your life. And it'll probably be those things that immediately come to the forefront of your mind. Just take a few seconds to do that. Anybody need more time? How many of you came up with more than three? You identify them. So, what's the next step? The next step is to fold your hands and to pray. So often we hang on to our worries and our cares and our anxieties that we fail to actually fold our hands, bow our heads, close our eyes, and give them up to God. So guess what we're going to do right now? We're going to fold our hands and bow our heads, and we're going to close our eyes, and we're going to pray. And you can certainly pray to yourself, but I'm going to say a prayer, and you can follow along. Dear Lord, you know my heart, you know my mind, you know me better than I know myself. You know the worries that I hang on to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list them right now. Lord, you promised to, to carry our burdens, and so I'm giving you my worries, knowing that you, you love me more than the sparrows of the sky that you clothe. You love me more than the lilies of the field, which are so beautiful. And so, Lord, help me to walk and to trust in you in the way that you would have me to go, and, Take these burdens, these cares, these worries and concerns that I have. Take them upon yourself and and free me to live for you. To not overthink, but to trust. I pray in your name. Amen. Wow, Pastor, that was a great prayer, but I'm not sure I feel any better yet. But if we make that a habit, put the Lord at the front of our, our eyes and our heart and to come to him in prayer, he does. Begin to erase the cares, the anxieties, and the burdens that we so desperately cling to, you see, because he takes them into his hands. He died on the cross. He took all of our garbage with him. See, He died for our sins and we know that. But the scriptures remind us that he died so that we can live. And living means laying the burdens in his feet and allowing him to carry them in our place. Laying our cares, our worries, our anxieties before him. For which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of of your life. We can't. But he can. You see, when he died, he took our life into his hands. And when he rose again, We're reminded that he carries us, that he walks with us by faith, and that we need not face the cares, the anxieties of this world over which we fret and worry and spend so much time. Because in the end, What matters is Christ and His love for us. We live in the world, but we're not of this world. We function in this world, but our life, our feet are planted in heaven. We are a people who are set apart by Christ. And so our worries should not be fixed on who's going to win the next election or how the economy's performing. Our worries should not be even about our own health. Or our own lot and life. But our worries should be for those who don't know Jesus and his love. Our concerns should be for those who have not experienced and don't know the incredible, bottomless, endless love and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And so we wake each day, not seeking what we are to eat and drink or what we are to wear and put on, but we seek each day, saying, Lord, how can I walk in your path and serve you so that you are known by others? How can I live for you in such a way that others know that they are in your hands and that they are loved by you? Anxiety, it happens to all of us. In those periods, in those times, turn to the Lord. Seek him and lay it before him. Now, I need to say something else, too. Because there is this false understanding out there that Christians shouldn't battle anxiety or depression. that somehow we should be able to avoid those because we believe in Jesus. That's like saying you should be able to avoid any health issue because you believe in Jesus. And so Dave, you should have been able to avoid triple bypass surgery. Or, Jerry, you should be able to avoid the struggles you've had, because you believe in Jesus. Sometimes there are those physical challenges that we have that contribute to depression and anxiety. Seek medical help if you battle those things and you haven't already. I encourage you to do that. Just like any illness or disease for which we go to a doctor or gentlemen for which we avoid doctors. Because there are physical reasons to suffer those things too. What I'm talking about this morning is the spiritual things. And an understanding that that the anxiety that's caused by physical malady is not the same. So please understand that distinction. Because the spiritual anxiety that we often suffer is because we fail, miserably as sinners to be connected to God every day. We show up on Sundays, and we think that's enough. So folks, if you think that's enough, I challenge you to go until next Sunday without eating any food. Because if you're not going to feed yourself spiritually during the week, don't feed yourself physically. Let's see how far that gets you. You can eat as much as you want on Sundays, but the rest of the week, no food. Anybody on board? You understand what I'm saying? God holds us in his hands. He loves us. He encourages us. He pleads with us, and he says, I need you to trust me to walk by faith, to let go of the stuff of the world that keeps you from me and to begin to walk with me in a more real way every day. Why? Because I love you. And I died for you. And I made you mine. Think about it, in Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all of our human understanding keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus until life everlasting, amen.